Hey, and welcome to Let's Talk CPF, a podcast where we bring conversations on CPF to your ears. Brought to you by the CPF Board, this podcast will answer common questions, offer tips, and feature interviews with industry experts on CPF and financial planning. Thanks for listening and let's get straight into today's episode. Ever find yourself deciding whether to pursue a job where you love what you do or taking up a job that you don't have strong interest for in exchange for stability? Hi, I'm Nabila and you're listening to Let's Talk CPF. CPF Board recently collaborated with LaSalle College of the Arts and Nanyang Polytechnic where the students produced video content for us as part of our ongoing Student Lens series. I have two of the recently graduated students here, Rennie from LaSalle's Diploma in Broadcast Media and Amelia from Nanyang Polytechnic's Diploma in Motion Graphics and Broadcast Design. Hey guys, welcome to Let's Talk CPS! Hello, thank Hello. you for having us here. Great to have you both here. And actually, we almost didn't have Rennie here, right? We had a very eventful and dramatic afternoon where the fire alarm just rang, it was super noisy, and Rennie was stuck downstairs. But fret not, we now have both Rennie and Amila here, and we can now start the podcast. So, Rennie directed the narrative short film titled Better Together, while Amelia produced the animated short titled Eighth Wonder of the World Compound Interest. Both videos are available on our YouTube page, and we also have seven other animated shorts from Nanyang Polytechnic. Amelia, I just watched your animated short this morning, and I have to admit I was super impressed by the animation. And I especially love the warm colour palettes. How did you come up with the idea of using Wonders of the World? We knew this Einstein quote, Compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. So we thought it would be an interesting approach to go with. And we understood that many people who are approaching retirement say that they want to go on holiday. So we start by showing the seven wonders of the world that introduce the eighth wonder, which is compound interest. And we explain what it is and how it helps to grow your CPF savings. After that, we explain how with the proper planning and with compound interest, people will be able to enjoy their dream retirement. <laughs> nice. Okay, here's a little snippet of Eighth Wonder of the World. Have you ever visited the wonders of the world? Taj Mahal, the Colosseum, the Chichen Itza, Machu Picchu, Christ the Redeemer, Petra, and the Great Wall of China. Let us introduce you to the eighth wonder of the world, compound interest. Compound interest means you earn interest on top of the interest which you have already earned. Do you know that your CPF savings are compounded annually? This means that your CPF savings will grow at an accelerated rate over time. For more questions about retirement planning, visit the CPF website. Wow, I'm dreaming of my peaceful retirement already with the power of compound interest. Now, anyway, Rennie, I understand that Better Together was inspired by your grandparents. So what about your grandparents inspired the film? Growing up, I would always head to the school canteen where my grandmother worked. I would always help her count her daily sales. I would see her putting aside money for like different things. One for school, then one for savings. She would even count like the five cents. She would always say that, like, you know, all these little things will add up. Nice, nice. It's very heartwarming that you thought of your grandmother. And I hope that your grandparents are currently living their dream retirement. So here's the trailer of Better Together. Kalau budak-budak tak suka, macam mana? You jangan risau. Eh, sedap lah. Mr. P, I've been in the company for so long already, Mr. P. Kita tak tahu apa yang akan terjadi di masa depan. 
The full video for Better Together with English subtitles is on our YouTube page. Oh, and before I forget, since I haven't congratulated you, happy graduation to both of you! Thank, Thank you. you! You know when I see both of you, right? One word jumps out at me. It's youth. Both of you are still very young, fresh out of school. Renny, you studied filmmaking and Amila, you studied motion graphics and broadcast design. Now, how did both of you discover that this was something that you wanted to do? Let's start with Renny. So I always had a passion in filmmaking since I was 14 years old. I always found myself taking videos of my friends and I just like to capture raw, candid moment. So you started really young. What about you, Amelia? How did you discover that motion graphics was something that you wanted to do? So when I was in secondary school, I'll say that part of my life where I didn't think I was good at doing anything. But that was when I discovered the art program and I realized that art is something that I could really develop my skill in and I started to have a passion for it. I checked like the different courses and motion graphics was the one that best suited my interest. The modules that they had were very interesting to me. And with the encouragement from my school, lecturers, course mates and my family, it became my new love and passion. And I knew that it could develop into a career. Amazing. So you both actually found your passion from quite a young age in secondary school. Yeah. That's right. So what was the deciding factor for your career choices? Is it passion or pragmatism or is it a little bit of both? Maybe I share about myself first. So for me, right, to be honest, it was mainly pragmatism. I started working during the pandemic, so my priority definitely was to earn a decent paycheck to tide me through the turbulent times. Financial stability trumped pursuing a passion in my case, but I can consider myself lucky because I enjoy what I do now. What about the both of you? Passion or pragmatism? I think for me, it's always been about passion. For me, it's more passion, but just a little bit of pragmatism, mm, yeah. You want to balance it there, yeah, right? Yeah, because I really like what I'm doing. I know that both of you have recently graduated from your respective schools. So my question to you is, are you afraid of the future? Kind of. The industry that I'm in is very competitive. So it constantly requires me to refine and improve my skills. And in that sense, I'm quite afraid, but I'm also excited to see what it has in store for me. Yeah, I feel you. Like, you guys are really passionate at this age. But I guess only time will tell. And it's actually very rare to find a young person now that knows their passions and knows their purpose in life. I think for a lot of adults, many don't find a passion, but instead they grow one, and that's through developing a curious outlook in life and gaining experience and skills. So, speaking of experiences and skills, for this Student Lens project, both of you received very different creative briefs from CPF Board. So for Renny, I understand that for LaSalle, you had to come up with a story to inspire Singaporeans to think about their purpose in life. Now, purpose is such a big word, and especially since you are very young. I didn't even know what my purpose in life was when I was younger, like 10 years ago. How did you and your teams navigate that? So initially, when we got the brief, we were quite confused as to what to do with it because the word purpose is very vague and it has a lot of layers to it. Yeah, I can totally empathise how hard that must have been. Now, Miller, for you, your team from Nanyang Polytechnic had to create a CPF-centric video. How do you go about doing it? The brief that my group was given is why is it important to plan early for retirement? And it's definitely not a topic that was very close to heart, given that we are still students. And venturing to this kind of unfamiliar territory meant that we had to get on with our research immediately and understand how these different retirement schemes benefit different segments of the population. Additionally, the brief was quite open-ended, so it meant that my members and I had the freedom to pick and choose whatever relevant information to include. The main challenge was that there was a lot of research to cover and a very tight deadline. 
So how could we best present and organize our information through motion graphics so that the audience can digest it easily? As the team, we discussed at length what were the most important points that need to be touched on in the video, and we split the points we needed to research three ways so that we can cover more ground faster. We then formed three different scripts with different storylines and approaches. And after consulting with CPF board and our lecturers, we managed to pick the best one suited to our brief. As the weeks go by, these scripts also went through many rounds of revisions to ensure that the video will be educational, but still easy to understand. For Rainy, what about you? In the pre-production process, we had to do a lot of planning and we had to adhere to the COVID guidelines. It was hard for us to find a house and school canteen to film at. We ended up having like our family members to help cater for food and transport just to make sure that everything will go smoothly on set. Great job to both of your teams. You faced a couple of obstacles and concerns along the way, but I honestly never would have known seeing how polished the end products look like. Okay, now the money question for both of you. What was it like working with CPF board? Initially, I was quite intimidated. It was my first time working with CPF. My group members and I didn't really know what to expect from this whole project. During the whole filming process, the editing process and all that, it was definitely eye-opening. Not only did we have fun, but at the same time, we also have to ensure that we meet CPF's brief. Earlier on, I said that the brief was quite vague. But once we managed to understand what's needed from us, everything was a breeze. It's great. You guys had fun while working. What about you, Amelia? When we heard that CPF board was the client, we had just come back from a three-month long-term break. And so we weren't expecting a new client project so fast. So it came as a great surprise to us. And before I started this project, I really had next to no knowledge about CPF besides the fact that contribution to CPF savings is mandatory mm-hmm. for working adults in Singapore. During the process of producing this video, I clearly understood why CPF savings are important. And as someone who had to quickly absorb some of these information, I also had the perspective of Singaporeans who have trouble understanding how it works as well. And I knew it was my classmates and my responsibility to put across CPF's message mm-hmm. so that everyone can benefit. I mean, to be honest, it's actually not that different from when I was in school and worked on client projects. It was definitely intimidating at first, like Rennie shared, knowing that these are real clients. But once you realise that they just want you to do your best, it gets much easier. So, what did both of you learn from this experience when working with CPF board? Any skills or major learning takeaways? I've learned that uh, growth mindset is important because I get to learn from my experience and also improve my craft. In life, you cannot control what comes at you. So only with a growth mindset can you really adapt to the changing situations and improve on yourself and improve life for others. Yes, I agree with both of you. Even for myself as a communications officer at CPF Board, I'm constantly pushed out of my comfort zone when I'm tasked to conduct talks for a physical or even a virtual audience. Anyway, just now both of you mentioned you had to do a lot of research when you first embarked on your projects. So I hope you bring your A-game to this. It's time for our quiz segment. In front of me, I have a plate with pieces of paper with questions relating to CPF. Since Amelia and Rennie have both done research on CPF prior to working on their projects, let's see how much they know. Amelia and Rennie, are you guys ready? Yeah. Bring it on. <laughs> Alright, this one is for the both of you. Which CPF account can be used to buy a house? Special account? Ordinary account. Yes, Rennie, you are correct. 
is actually the ordinary account. You can use your ordinary account or OA for short for retirement, housing, insurance and investment. Amelia, the special account is for old age and investment in retirement-related financial products. Ah, so you learned something new today. Okay, the next question is actually for Amelia since your team worked on compound interest. The question is, if you top up $1 into your special account today and your special account gives you a base interest of 4%, how long does it take for it to double? Hmm. It's okay, it's okay. Take your time. Okay, 72 divided by... Yes, Amelia. Would it be 18? Yes, you are right. And what Amelia just did was she used the rule of 72 to calculate how many years it takes for our money to double. So simply take 72 and divide by the interest rate you can get with the money and you'll be able to find out how long it takes for that sum of money to double. So for example, in this case, if the special account offers 4% interest, then 72 divided by 4 gives you 18. So compound interest is truly the eighth wonder of the world, right, Amelia? That's right. Now, the next question is for Renny. In your Better Together short film, the couple mentioned they have CPF monies they can tap into. And that's because of CPF Life, which is a national longevity insurance annuity scheme that provides you with monthly payouts no matter how long you live. So the question is, when can members start their CPF Life monthly payouts? From 65 years old. Yes, you are right. So members can start their CBF Life monthly payouts from age 65 and the latest that they can start is age 70. So for each year that you defer your payouts, your payouts will actually increase by up to 7%. So this means that if you choose to defer or to start your payouts later, your payouts will increase by up to 35%. Now, my final question to both of you. How many witnesses do you need to make a CPF nomination? Two. Really, you're right. Two. <laughs> yes, you need two witnesses to make a CPF nomination. And now you can actually even make your CPF nomination online. So I guess you both learned a thing or two today about CPF. But I would have to say that your CPF knowledge is pretty alright. And maybe you can consider joining CPF board in the future lah. Okay, the quiz has ended. Both of you can relax, okay? No need to be so nervous. It's very heartwarming and very encouraging to see both of you who are still very young have this desire to want to pursue your passion but at the same time still be pragmatic. Well, I wish both of you the best as you start out in your careers. A new chapter, new ride. My advice to both of you is just enjoy it. Thank, Thank you. you. That's almost all the time I have here on Let's Talk CPF. We discussed about passion versus pragmatism, which is an age-old dilemma that I believe everyone, especially our younger folks, has had to grapple with. Amelia and Rennie, any last words? Please enjoy 8th Wonder of the World Compound Interests. I hope you guys can enjoy Better Together on CPF Board's YouTube channel. Thank you. You heard them. If you haven't watched the CPF Student Lens videos, you can head over to our YouTube page to check them out. There are also seven other animated shots from Nanyang Polytechnic. Once again, I'm Nabila and you're listening to Let's Talk CPF. Before you go, we would love to hear from you. Email us with your questions or comments at podcast at cpf.gov.sg so we can create better content for you. You can also leave us a review on the platform you're listening from to help others learn about our podcast. For the latest news, visit cpf.gov.sg slash podcast or follow our social media pages. Thank you once again. Until the next time, let's talk CPF.